Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a writer, coach, and speaker focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and creating meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly on Sundays for conversations and interviews on personal growth, spirituality, and how to navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Sunday Soother. I am going to dive into a topic that I think is super interesting today, which is growth mindset and how to ask better questions and why the question, will it work, is not a great one to be asking in any area of your life. And first, I want to remind you guys, um, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Sunday, uh, September 13th, tomorrow is the last day to purchase my Introduction to Intentional Dating course. Um, Doors will close at midnight on September 14th, Eastern Time. I'm so friggin' excited about this course. (laughs) I think people are, like, really excited to take it, obviously, but I don't know if you guys understand how excited people are to create and teach courses. Like, to me... My, I honestly feel like my life's calling is to like use some of the murky waters of my own personal experience and troubles that I've been through, clarify them, understand why they happened, how they happened, and then teach them to other people so that they can apply those concepts to their life and understand what's going on. And so I really just like completely feel in my purpose when I'm teaching classes like this. Um, and I am a wildly excited to see transformations that I'm confident are going to happen in this course. We have about, I think 80 people have signed up at this point. And I think I have two group coaching spots left. So uh, the groups are on Wednesday at 7pm Eastern and Sunday at 10am Eastern. So if that's something you're thinking about those, um, I would love to add you I think those are going to be incredible. Um, And we've got the private community. It's bumping as the kids say in there. I'm going to be doing a kickoff welcome call on Monday and a Facebook Live in there. The group start this week. It's just, it kind of feels like, you know, back to school for self-discovery via dating time. And I'm just like really, really pumped for that and to be able to pull and focus my energy in that. I did want to say like, because I'm going to be so focused on teaching and running the course, um, I'm not sure I'm going to be here every Sunday on the podcast. I plan on it and I hope for it, but I, I look back in the past and I know that sometimes I need to completely focus on one area. So it might just be taking the time to serve my one-on-one clients and the students of an introduction to intentional dating. So I'll do my best to show up here regularly, but it may be a little more sporadic than in the past. So anyways, the link is in the show notes to sign up and I hope you'll consider it because I'm not going to run this again till next year. And it's super affordable right now. So that said, this week, I'm actually going to be, I'm, I'm kind of springboarding off an exchange that I had with a student um, who decided to take introduction to intentional dating and do the group coaching. Because I think it, when I was thinking about this exchange that I had with her, it, it, it really made me understand the value of asking the right questions in your life and how that can actually direct the growth in your life and the path that you end up taking. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a few of our excerpts with her permission um, as her, as she went through the process of deciding to sign up for the group and the VIP coaching and her concerns, you know, like, which I wanted to address, like, with authenticity and, and consideration and compassion and everything, because 
it's it's normal to like if you're going to be investing money in a course you want to like know what are the basics of it and and what she was really asking like is this going to work and then we ended up having a really interesting discussion kind of about that concept and i wanted to share that with you because it got me thinking about asking better questions generally so what i'm going to read i'm just going to read a couple of her emails and my responses back and then kind of go into the discussion about what i mean about this question so this is her first email Hi, Catherine. I'm in. I'm actually feeling very peaceful and accepting the idea of not having a life partner. Not in a defeatist kind of way, but it feels good to not feel stressed about it for the first time in ages. And a big part of me is ready to stop thinking, talking, obsessing about dating. That said, I love the Introduction to Intentional Living course. She was a previous student in that course. And it was surprising in a lot of ways, in that it made me sit and confront a lot of the negative core beliefs that have been making me so small for most of my life. And I know that I have a lot of negative core beliefs around dating and thoughts of my self-worth in terms of dating. And I'm reading that this course can be taken by people who aren't actively looking to date right now. So sign me up. Um, and then I wrote back to her because this woman had really showed up in, in the introduction to intentional living. And I got the sense that she would be like an amazing addition to group coaching and it would really benefit her. So I was like, I'm so glad you're signing up. Um, have you considered the group coaching? Cause I think it would be a really good fit for you. And she wrote back kind of, she's over, over dating so much over dating that she wasn't really planning on taking my course. Um, then she decided to take my course because she said, I love how the focus is on us more internal versus the external of the person we're dating. Um, and then I wrote back, I was like, whatever you want to do is totally fine. Um, if you have any questions about group, let me know. And so she wrote back this really interesting, I mean, such a thoughtful and like self-aware email. Um, and what what was coming up for her as she was thinking about whether to, to do the group and the VIP coaching. Um, and she wrote some of her core, her negative core beliefs that for the first time in her life, she was at relative peace about being single. And then she wrote this question, um, or statement rather, which is, I really do want to dismantle these core negative beliefs I have, but part of me is hesitant to do the work because what if I take the course, the beliefs are gone and boom, I still end up single. I really want to be at peace with the idea of what life looks like for me unpartnered. And I'm genuinely not sure if taking this course will help or harm that journey. I don't want to subconsciously go into this course feeling like, okay, after I take this course, I will find love, you know? And part of me is also feeling frustrated and maybe a little resentful on how much money I've already spent on dating, um, you know, online dating, matchmaker service, etc. So I'm feeling a real reluctance to spend any more money in this area. And the idea of taking a course also brings up long held frustrations around the idea that being single is somehow my fault. And I'm, I'm worried that if I decide to take this course, I'm going to be trying to quote unquote fix my singleness. And I deeply resent that statement. And I know the point of your course is not to fix anyone's singleness, but a part of me is really resisting that. Um, so I wrote back to her um, some thoughts on this because I, I particularly picked up on her angle. This is something I see a lot in coaching and in, in course taking. You know, personal development courses are like a lot, I guess, like more popular and trendier than they used to be, which one I think is a, is a great thing <laughs> because it shows... Um, it's interesting to think about the things we're encouraged to spend money on, right? And applauded for spending money on. Um, houses, college education, academic education. <coughs> Excuse me. But people look a little askance when you 
start to spend money on personal development. Um, therapy has only become, I think, more accepted in the mainstream to spend money on. And that's a lot because uh, hopefully it's often covered by insurance. And of course, mental health is like more openly talked about. But personal development courses and coaching, I think some people still feel some hangups around um, spending money on that or admitting that they've spent money on that. And I think people do judge people who often decide to spend money and invest themselves in personal development, you know, whether it's hiring a coach or taking a course or going to a retreat or whatever. And to me, I used to do that too, because I was like, that seems like a waste of money. Why would you spend money? Like, shouldn't you just be able to get through life on your own? Um, and of course, you know, as I ended up in the arena of like teaching online courses and doing life coaching, I've completely <laughs> flipped <laughs> my perspective and not just because I'm biased, right? Because this is my job, but it start. It, I've really started to realize like how judged in particular women are for spending money on themselves on something that's not necessarily material or doesn't have an outcome. Um, and I really think that's like worth reflecting on generally, because I think, you know, the, the ROI or whatever, like is is worth it because if the ROI is like better self-worth and self-confidence from taking coaching or a course like you can't really put a number on that even if the result is not a material practical or like tangible thing at the end um and I think women are really kind of shamed for investing in these sorts of courses and I see it starting to change which is really exciting but um that's kind of a tangent but what I wanted to talk about was that people are always like, is coaching going to work? And I think that's the wrong question, right? And I think it's actually an interesting reflection. Sorry, there's all these sirens going off, so I'm just going to hold off for a second. I hope whoever needs that is okay. Um, so I think it really reflects a lot of the kind of black and white thinking in our society that only focus on outcomes and only focus on right or wrong and only focus on, um, you know, tangible, like proof, quote unquote, that something is like worth it. And I don't think it's a good question to ask, right? I don't think it's a good question to ask about coaching. I don't think it's a good question to ask about courses. I think it's a good question to ask about like, if you hire a roofer, <laughs> like, Am I gonna, is my roof gonna work? <laughs> like, sorry, more science. Gosh, that's a practical question. But when it comes to something like personal development or your mindset or your emotional state or anything to do with like an internal world, world, will it work is a dangerous question to ask. And so what I want to, this is what I wrote back to her. Um, she didn't ask it so explicitly, but like I, she's not the only person that this has like come up around. So I wrote, I was thinking a lot the past day about your concern of the course, not quote unquote working, AKA you still not ending up in a good relationship within a year or so after taking the course, which I think is valid and I understand, but I wanted to offer a different perspective on it. Hopefully I used to have that thought pattern too. I was afraid to set goals, take courses, make plans, write stuff down on paper, because what if it didn't work or I didn't achieve them? Then I started thinking about personal development as trips or journeys. I would never worry about a trip to Italy, quote unquote, not working, if that makes sense. I would be like, okay, this is costing me some money, but it's going to be so worth it. I'm going to go to all these new places, have all these experiences, get away from my regular day-to-day -day life, enjoy a little pampering and connection with others. 
And yeah, I'll, I'll be coming back to my regular life, but probably by the end of this journey, this trip, something in my perspective will have changed or shifted. And who's to say what that is or will be, but the trip will unfold and I will be present for the unfolding and that's all I want. In short, I became a little less outcome driven and more present to the layers of myself and what I learned about myself as I went through experiences. I realized I was putting so much pressure on external stuff stuff to quote unquote solve my issues. It was a very black or white perspective and for me personally, ultimately tied to perfectionism. So maybe if you took the course with that approach in mind, it could actually impact your attitude towards dating too. It might become a little less outcome driven, which always puts so much pressure on things. And instead, you could, through the container of the course, work with it as an approach to being present for what is and what unfolds for you rather than a destination. Um, and then I wrote some other stuff. And then I said, just also know, I think this, whether you take this course or not, whether you date and get married and have kids or not, whatever happens for you as your life unfolds, you are whole and resilient and cared for. And I truly believe for you, as I do for almost everybody, that it will all be okay. It will be life with its ups and downs, but it will be okay. And so will you. So that also got me thinking then sort of how, how it had me realize that my perspective on things like courses or goals or um, anything else that I was doing or taking had also shifted internally, which I don't think that I had really realized. And that was good for me to acknowledge. And that's because I think what happened is I shifted from what's called a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And you might have heard of this concept. It was uh, at least popularized, if not completely like defined and uh, created by a woman named Carol Dweck, who wrote Mindset, the New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential. And uh, it's. I think most of us have what would be referred to as a fixed mindset, and we should be working to shift into what's called a growth mindset. And so to give you some context on what fixed versus growth mindsets mean, um, I'm going to read an excerpt from brainpickings.org about Carol Dweck's book. So Maria Popova, who is behind, who is the creator of brainpickings.org, writes, if you imagine less Less will be what you undoubtedly deserve, Debbie Millman counseled in one of the best commences speeches ever given, urging, do what you love and don't stop until you get what you love. Work as hard as you can. Imagine immensities. Far from Pollyanna platitude, this advice actually reflects what modern psychology knows about belief systems about, excuse me, what modern psychology knows about how belief systems about our own abilities and potential fuel our behavior and predict our success. Much of that understanding stems from the work of Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck, synthesized in her remarkably insightful mindset, The New Psychology of Success, an inquiry into the power of our beliefs, both conscious and unconscious, and how changing even the simplest of them can have a profound impact on nearly every aspect of our lives. One of the most basic beliefs we carry about ourselves, Dweck found in her research, has to do with how we view and inhabit what we consider to be our personality. A fixed mindset assumes that our character, intelligence, and creative ability are static givens, which we can't change in any meaningful way. And success is the affirmation of that inherent intelligence, an assessment of how those givens measure up against an equally fixed standard. Striving for success and avoiding failure at all costs becomes a way of maintaining the sense of being smart or skilled. 
Now, if that doesn't hit you in the stomach. A growth mindset, on the other hand, thrives on challenge and sees failure not as evidence of unintelligence, but as a heartening springboard for growth and for stretching our existing abilities. Out of these two mindsets, which we manifest from a a very early age, springs a great deal of our behavior, our relationship with success and failure in both professional and personal contexts, and ultimately, our capacity for happiness. So, yeah, striving for success and avoiding failure at all costs, becoming a way of maintaining the sense of being smart or skilled, basically describes me to a T for most of my life. So that's how I know that I was in a very fixed mindset. And how I shifted in the past few years, how I believe I shifted in the past few years, is asking better questions of myself. So um, I read somewhere, it's pretty popularized somewhere that I think... um, what is the quote? Let me see if I can find it. It's something like the quality of the questions you ask determine the quality of your life. And I think that is like absolutely and completely true. And one of the questions, most of us are asking questions that are stuff like, um, you know, will it work? And a lot of why questions like, why me? Why is this happening? Why does this always happen to me? So, if you go back to the episode that I did uh, probably a couple of weeks ago on like self-pity, there's a tip in there about like how asking better questions can help you break out of self-pity. And I think you can ask better questions in any area of your life that will get you to, to where you're going. Um, And I really saw this like play out recently with a one-on-one coaching client who had a breakthrough, I would say, Um, because I think she's really right now in the process and what we're working on shepherding her through is, is coming from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset because she'd always called herself a perfectionist. And I think that's really how she identified. And she, she had sometimes had difficulty sticking to habits, um, committing to things, following through on things, but she was also a perfectionist. And so we did a lot of exploring on that. And she, she said, and she wrote me an email. Like I ask whenever I have a one-on-one client, you know, I send them notes and I send them like assignments. And then I always ask, you know, what's the biggest takeaway from our call today? Because I want, you know, people to be reflecting and, and learning as we go. Um, and she wrote my reflection on yesterday's calls just that I feel like my perfectionist is that I feel like my perfectionism journey is just beginning, but I actually feel like it's a manageable one. I don't have to be paralyzed by perfectionism and procrastination. It's something I can change over the course of the next few months and years. And I say that coming from a place of real sincerity that I've never felt before. I think I might've said this to you on the call, but I think it bears repeating just because of how big a shift it is in my thinking. I'm moving from, I'm a perfectionist and I'll always be this way to, actually, I can do something about this. And it feels really wonderful. So that was so heartening for me. And so what I wanted to suggest to you is if you feel like you might hear yourself in some of the fixed mindset aspects, and if you are somebody who's always asking like, but what if it doesn't work? Or but what if I don't get it? Or but what if I don't do it? Or what if I fail? One of the ways you can start bridging between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset is to ask better questions. Okay. So these are some of the questions you got. So say you're thinking about taking my course, say you're even thinking about signing up for the group coaching, maybe you've been single for a while. And you, you've tried some stuff, you know, you've been on online dating, maybe, maybe like my previous student, you had hired a matchmaker or spent 
money on stuff and it hadn't quote unquote worked, right? And so you're looking at this course and you're like, what if this also doesn't work, right? I want you to ask better questions about that. So you can apply these questions that I'm going to recommend to you to any situation. So instead of asking, what if it doesn't work or will it work? Ask, what is my intent in doing this? How do I hope this will change me? What makes this feel like the right decision or not the right decision? What are three outcomes I'm hoping to get out of this? If I'm taking a course or doing something in hopes of an outcome, like if you were to take my dating course and your hope is that you get um, into a relationship, what are five reasons I want that outcome? Some other questions that you can ask. Let's see. You know, if you were saying, I can't afford this, try, how can I afford this? Instead of asking, how much does it cost? How much value will I receive from it? Instead of asking, does this work? How do I make this work for me? And do I want to make this work for me? If I'm going to do this, what are the top five things I want to learn? If you're asking, why is this always happening to me? What is the universe trying to tell me? Or why not me? If something happens that you're saying, like, this is the worst thing that's happened to me, this is kind of, I mean, I don't want to be flip, but maybe consider asking yourself, why is this, why could this be a good thing that this happened to me? Okay. So these are just like an entryway into asking better questions, because if you can ask better questions, you're going to get better answers. If you're stuck in your life right now, whether it's dating or another part of, you know, career or just general satisfaction, you might not be asking very good questions. Change your why questions into hows or what's. Change the black and white thinking from will this work or will this not work into how can I make this work for me or what do I hope that I can achieve by doing this? What's my intention? Why does this matter to me? Okay. So I'd love for you to just this week, catch your narrative in your head. See what questions your brain is asking yourself and how you're responding. If you can identify three to five regular questions that you end up asking yourself, write them down and see how you can transform them into better questions. Because better questions are going to lead you to better answers and better answers is what's going to guide you to a better life. And what's going to bridge this fixed mindset where you might be stuck in thinking that nothing can change into a growth mindset, which is realizing you can do anything you want and you can change anything you want and you can be anything you want and you can have anything you want. So I hope that was helpful. Um, that's this for this week's episode. I hope I see you in an introduction to intentional dating because doors close soon and I would love to have you there because the course is really, if you see yourself in a fixed mindset about dating or any other aspect of your life, it's going to help you. It's really, really, really going to help you. All right. Love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon.